1: Uh, guys are in a good way this week. Um, still feel like we're moving forward. Uh, we've got guys back in training. Carlos uh, doing a little bit, which is always uh, important for all of us. So uh, focused on a big match, one that we're, we're always excited for. We know how much it means to our fans.
2: Thanks, Bob. We're going to start here with Kevin Baxter. Kevin, go ahead and unmute yourself.
3: Hey, Bob. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, Ben. I I have a couple of questions. First, uh, what do you do? You think you mentioned Carlos's training? Do you think Carlos will be available Saturday? What about some of the other injured players?
1: Uh, Carlos's situation will still be uh, looked at, and uh, we'll make a decision. So it's he's not ruled out, but he's not ruled in. Is that fair to say? Yes. Uh, the second thing is,
3: you know, since the time you've been in the league, certainly MLS has always tried to tap into that Mexican, Mexican-American market. Um, and this is a matchup, Vela and, and Chicharito, that could maybe finally be the key to doing that. Did, do, you, do you think this would be a, sort of an important, if these two were to square off and they have two other chances this year? Is this one of those moments where maybe the league it, it gets a little bit noticed down south and maybe even other places around the world? Uh, Those are
1: two big players in the league. Whenever there's good games and some of the big players are uh, competing, uh, then I think that that brings attention. Thanks.
2: Thanks. Uh, Up next, we're going to go to Joe Reedy. Joe, go ahead and unmute yourself.
1: Bob, thanks for doing this. Just in respect to uh, what you've seen from the Galaxy on film, how are they different with Greg as the head coach now? Is it similar to what he did in Toronto, or are there any changes? Uh, There are similarities to the way they played in Toronto. I wouldn't say it's exactly the same. But but Greg's teams uh, have ideas on how they want to play, how they want to build with this team, Uh, I think. In, in going forward, uh, they like to switch the play, and obviously there's a focus on how to create chances for, uh, for Chicharito. What's the biggest change you've seen in Chicharito this year, maybe compared to a couple times you saw him last year? I, I think he started the season fresh with a good mindset, and obviously the first two games, uh, dangerous. His ability in the box is still what sets him apart from many other strikers. And, and so, as I mentioned a second ago, Greg understands that team understands that. And, and you get a sense that the whole group is excited that he's um, fitter and, and in a good frame of mind because they know how important he could be uh, moving forward this season.
3: Okay. Thanks, Bob.
2: Thanks, Joe. Scott French, take it away.
3: Hey, Bob. Um, we know MLS seasons have their own unique rhythms, and we often don't see teams uh, at their best or even nearing their best until we get into summer. I'm just wondering where you feel like you are on where you want to be scale this year. What are the things that you're really happy with? What are the things that you feel you really need to work on?
1: Uh, in three games, I think that, that we've pushed the tempo in all the games. Uh, I think defensively, we've, we've been good. We've won the ball back. Uh, in really good ways. Um, we've not been sharp in terms of taking advantage of situations going forward, finding the right path, the timing, the execution on, on important plays. Wonderful. Thank you, Bob.
2: Thanks, Scott. Katya, go ahead.
4: Thanks, Ben. Hi, Bob. Um, you were talking about Chicharito. Um, I just want to know what kind of threat. This, this version of, of Chicharito uh, present and, and just the way that overall that, that the Galaxy has, has started those first two games of the season in particular?
1: Whenever you play against a striker who's alert and smart and sniffs out chances in the box, it just means that uh, the awareness and the alertness and the reactions of everyone have to be at the highest level. Um, we know it when, for example, we play against Seattle because Rui Diaz uh, has many of those same qualities. So that that is clearly what uh, the challenge of playing against Chicharito is all about.
2: Thank you. Paul Tenorio.
1: Thank you. Hey, Bob. Um, when
3: you first arrived in L.A., the way you guys have built this club, there's been a real focus on signing players that you can develop. And, you know, with an eye on, you know, maybe potentially selling them down the road, that kind of creates this balance between the, the goals of winning an MLS Cup with that point where sales might end up happening. And that changes the dynamic of, of the roster that could be coming up here in the summer for you. How, how do you approach the season with that in mind, that you may kind of reach this proof of concept point with, with several players where they could be sold on, but you still have very much the goal and expectation to, to, win, an, to win a trophy at the end of the year, to win MLS Cup?
1: Yes, we, we started with the idea that we can develop players and, and have opportunities to move them forward, sell players. Uh, I think if it wasn't for the pandemic, some some of the players that are still here, like Diego Rossi and Edward Atuesta, would have already been moved. Uh, the summer is going to be an important time for us. Uh, we, we concentrate on trying to get better, winning every trying to win every game, uh, trying to improve from game to game. And and then all of that puts you in position at the end to try to win MLS Cup. Uh, but again, first and foremost is being a good team every week, uh, creating chances, scoring goals, finding ways to improve. Uh, so, so as long as guys like Diego and Edward are here, the responsibility is to find good ways to engage them and Help them continue to get better. Uh, that never stops. Uh, and then, if indeed they move on, opportunities for other players, and, and it'll be a, a strong indication that we are a team where if young players come and improve, it will get noticed, and, and that we can continue to try to do that with other players while still being a really good team. Uh, when you look around the world in football, there are clubs that are, are able to do that. Ajax is one, for example, that comes to mind. So um, we've got a long ways to go to, to get this right, but, but that's certainly how we think and how we try to go about it. Thank you, Bob.
2: Thanks, Paul. Andy Diosa? Hey, Bob, how's
5: it going? Good, man. Bob, I just wanted a a quick update on Tristan. And also, these LA Galaxy, LAFC games always provide a lot of moments and a lot of goals. Is there a different approach for the defense, specifically knowing that they've been pretty high scoring since the beginning? Uh,
1: Tristan is back in training and doing well. So that part's great. Uh, The starting point in all these games is, is... making sure everybody understands that the intensity level in Derby's is very high and and that now our ability to play quickly, think quickly. We certainly go into games trying to find ways to create chances, trying to find ways to control as many situations um, both in attack and in defense as possible. If you do that well, then... Then you don't give away much. Uh, there have certainly been games where uh, the games opened up. Uh, I believe this game will be will be interesting and maybe a little different because I think Greg's ideas um, are different than some than some of the the, the managers they've had before. Uh, you know, it's different. Uh, when Chicharito now is your, your nine versus when Zlatan is your nine. So there's, there's factors like that, but what doesn't change is how much it means to the fans and and how the intensity level will be very, very high.
2: Thank you. Max Pretos.
3: Good afternoon, Bob. Uh, Thank you, Ben. Uh, This rivalry, uh, Bob, it came in really hot and it's, evolving all the time. And it's certainly bound to be one of the big fixtures if not the big fixture in this league Uh, through your travels and the rivalries that you have
5: seen. Is there something that you would like to see this rivalry evolve into, whether it's from the players or the fans perspective that you saw worked really well in some of your, your past uh, coaching situations?
1: Uh, As time goes on, everybody's going to remember really good games, really good individual efforts Special goals, so far, there's been some of that. And I I would assume that that part's going to continue to be there. Uh, The the best rivalries never get old because there's always special moments. There's new developments. New players come on the scene and, and do great things. So I'm hoping that over time, this rivalry has all of those elements.
5: Thanks, Max. Gio Garcia?
3: Hey, Bob. Um, I know you talked about it. its big week this week. Um, just curious your thoughts on, I know you kind of hit on a little bit, but we've seen a completely LA Galaxy uh, this year. Obviously, they, they've they won those two games. You know, Chicharito's had a hat trick, but at the same time, you know, you, you saw some of the challenges that they had with Greg Vanney. They ended up giving up uh, three goals. I, I'm just curious, how, how do you, plan on approaching them on the offensive end because we know they, they have those challenges in the, in the back line.
1: I think anyone who watches this play knows that we have different ideas. We try to be a team that can create chances uh, with the way we move the ball. We try to be a team that creates chances by winning the ball in good moments and going forward very quickly. So we, we just try to take the things that we believe in and do them in the best way possible.
5: Thank you. Thanks, Josue Lopez. Hello, Bob. Good afternoon. When we tend to think about the Galaxy, the first thing that comes to mind is Chicharito
0: because he has had a great season so far. But what other strengths do you see on your next opponent?
1: I mentioned earlier that I think so far they've found a good way to move the ball. They like to switch the play. They've got some talented midfielders, Jonathan DeSantos, Sebastian LeJet. So I, I see a team that has real potential. And, uh, of course, they're trying to do everything they can to, 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 to take advantage of Chicharito's qualities. I mean, I, I think that's what, what you see in all teams is that the, the, the thought of how do we get goals. And then if you have a player who's got some special qualities – um, in most cases, uh, the managers of those teams are always thinking of how can we uh, create the type of chances that, that this striker needs. And, and for Chicharito, that involves different situations in the box, his timing, his ability to, to drift and then come back in at the right time. Uh, he's, a, he's a striker that benefits from crosses. So I think those are things that, that we see in their team. Thank you so much. Good luck.
2: Thank you. Salvador Perez?
0: Thank you, Seth. Hi, Bob. How are you?
1: Good, Salvador.
0: Nice to see you. (laughs) Nice to see you again. Uh, Bob, uh, I just want to ask you about the players played yesterday with uh, Las Vegas Lights. What's your balance of those players who played yesterday against LA Galaxy 2?
1: I'm sorry. I, I... I didn't get the full part of your question. What What did I think of those guys yesterday? Yeah,
0: yeah, about their development of them yesterday against the Galaxy 2.
1: Yeah, it's important for us, especially early in the year, to get some players good playing time. So uh, a few, I think, did some good things of the chances that – that Las Vegas lights created Bryce Duke had a hand in four or five of them with some very good moves, some very good passes. So we're excited to see him growing. He needs games. He's a young player that has ability, but now uh, he must mature in different ways and and that will come from game time. So I I think that's a good example of somebody who, who got on the field and benefited from, uh, from the game last night. Bob, uh,
0: specifically on, on Christian Torres, he came back from an injury. He was just really on the bench with lot light, but uh, which is the situation of Christian Torres? He's coming back from an injury, but how are the plans for Christian Torres for this season?
1: Yeah, I was excited to watch him play for twenty minutes last night. It's been um, difficult for him because in the early part of the season, he has been slowed down. Um, and we've been working to get him moving better in the long run so that, uh, he's not dealing with, uh, some knee issues all the time. Uh, so we're hopeful to continue to build him in a smart way. Um, but I, I can't tell you how much I just enjoyed being able to see him on the field I thought last night when he got into the game, he got involved very quickly, uh, got on the end of two balls in the box and had two first time shots. So, uh, with young players, you have to be patient. And, and most importantly, for young players to grow, they have to feel good every day. They can't be carrying some, some different injuries around that, that uh, take away from their development. Thank you, Bob. Nice to see you.
2: Thank you. We're going to do one more here. Gustavo, take it away.
0: Hi, Coach. Gustavo from Chase MLS Brazil. Uh, just wondered if you watched the games from the CONCACAF Champions League this week and your thoughts and you were the, one of the most experienced coaches in the league what do you think is the next step to the MLS teams to be the
5: final, beat the, the Mexican teams on the CONCAC champions
1: it's a simple step you have you're playing against good teams so you have to take those games seriously be well prepared and then play at a high level uh, we've seen some situations over the years where that's happened and then um, but if you go into a game and, and on the day, if it's not not quite at the level, if the concentration uh, drops, uh, then these are good teams and you get punished. So I don't think there's anything uh, – I don't think there are any secrets about about how you beat good teams. You, you respect them. You understand how they play. And then you, you try to prepare your team to play at a high level. Uh, it's a great challenge. We loved – our experience in champions league this year. And uh, I've watched all the, the the games this year, but man, I've missed not having LAFC uh, as part of the competition um, because you always want to test yourself against good teams.
2: Thank you. That's going to be it for Bob today. Really appreciate your time. Up next, we're going to do Edward Atuesta. Edward
5: will be taking questions in Spanish today. And just an update there, we're actually going to have Eddie Segura coming shortly. How are you, Eddie? Eddie will be taking questions in Spanish.
2: We're going to start here with John Rojas.
0: Thanks, man. Hola, Eddie. ¿Cómo estás? Espero que estés todo bien. Hola, muy bien.
6: ¿tú?
0: Bien, bien. Eddie, um, estos juegos con el LA Galaxy son especiales, pero este año se van a ver tres veces, cambia, eh, no sé, eh, le, le elimina un poco intensidad el hecho que se vayan a ver tres veces y para este primero, ¿qué, qué tan importante es para ustedes ese triángulo que forman eh, los colombianos?
6: Bueno, yo creo que siempre es lindo jugar contra ellos, jugar el clásico, siempre se disfruta y si tenemos este año la oportunidad de enfrentarlo pues, más veces, eh, vamos a querer obviamente ganarlas más veces posible, pues, es lindo, es la sensación de clásico, la verdad que son partidos diferentes, eh, los quieres ganar a como sea, y bueno, nosotros tres la verdad que, que nos venimos sintiendo bien, eh, cada vez queremos ayudarle al equipo, queremos eh, seguir consolidándonos en la parte de atrás, seguir haciéndonos fuertes, para así brindarle seguridad, confianza, a todos nuestros compañeros, al equipo y y desde ahí partir una base que sea una fortaleza. La verdad que trabajamos bastante duro para, para lograr eso.
5: Thank you. Katia.
4: Thanks, Ben. Eddie, gusto saludarte. Quería preguntarte cómo se han preparado pensando en en lo que han podido estudiar de esta nueva versión del Galaxy desde que llegó un un nuevo técnico con ellos. Se han enfrentado, claro, a a delanteros muy poderosos como Slatan en su momento, Rui Díaz en en Seattle. ¿Cómo ven ahora esta versión también de de Chicharito y lo que está aportando y cómo defenderlo?
6: Bueno, eh, es bastante bueno eh, tener la posibilidad de enfrentar a ese tipo de jugadores porque te ayuda a crecer, te ayuda a que tienes que dar el cien por a que tienes que estar concentrado todo el partido y, y dar, la, dar el mínimo chance para que ellos tengan ventaja así que es bastante lindo jugar ese tipo de partidos enfrentar a ese tipo de jugadores de tanta calidad que tienen tanta trayectoria la verdad es que, que es lindo tener al, tenerlos al frente y así mismo uno quiere evitar Eh, darles posibilidad darles chance y la verdad que nos nos hemos preparado fuerte eh, mentalizados para para mejorar para crecer y obviamente para que nuestro equipo esté arriba siempre haciendo grandes actuaciones eh, en todos los sentidos desde atrás y hacia adelante
4: ¿Ves una mejor versión del Galaxy que, que va a representar algún reto distinto y que eso hace que se eleve el nivel de que los dos lleguen en, en buen momento, más allá de que ellos vienen de una derrota
6: bueno eh, yo creo que son muy buen equipo también de todas formas eh, está el factor que te da el extra, que es el clásico que quieres ganarlo como sea y cual sea la forma como, como vengas, vengas con la confianza arriba vengas quizás no tan bien, vas a querer ganar ese partido, así que Y casi que se puede decir que es un partido aparte hay que jugarlo a ganar como sea y nosotros la verdad que estamos preparados queremos imponer nuestro juego nuestro estilo y esperemos que, que con eso sea sea bastante bueno para tener un resultado positivo
3: thank you, Enrique
6: thank you Ben um, Eddie buenas tardes gusto en saludarte um, El año pasado, Carlos Vela estuvo lesionado, estuvo fuera eh, una buena parte de la temporada, estuvo ausente por lesión o por algunas otras circunstancias. Esta temporada ha empezado de una manera similar, donde sí estuvo titular en el primer partido, pero después esta lesión lo ha mantenido alejado de la cancha. La pregunta es para, para ti, eh, en cuestión de tener a Carlos o no tenerlo en la cancha, es como, ya están casi acostumbrados a que a que no esté, es, es una mentalidad diferente cuando está él y cuando no está o cómo afecta eh, digamos la, la poca consistencia que ha tenido Carlos eh, en este sentido en los últimos meses, gracias Bueno, nosotros tenemos una idea clara un estilo de juego definido y yo creo que, que cuando él no ha estado pues hemos tratado de mantener nuestro estilo, nuestra esencia, tratar de imponer nuestro juego, tratar de hacer lo que Sabemos hacer lo que nos ha dado resultado. Obviamente, cuando lo tenemos, sabemos toda la, la ayuda que nos brinda, toda la calidad de jugador que es. Todos lo saben. Y bueno, pues ahora pues lastimosamente no lo tenemos. Pero, como lo digo, tenemos nuestro estilo de juego, tenemos nuestra idea de juego y tratamos de materializarlo en los partidos. Tratamos de, de ponerlo, de hacer, de hacer todo nuestro trabajo y sea que esté él o no siempre estamos pensando en la misma idea de juego, en nuestro estilo obviamente es pues, como lo digo él nos aporta muchísimo, nos ayuda muchísimo quisiéramos tenerlo siempre pero no podemos quedar, si de pronto no, no tiene la posibilidad de estar no podemos que, quedarnos pensando que no, mm-hmm. no lo tenemos, tenemos que resolver con nuestro estilo, con nuestra forma de jugar y, y siempre salir a hacer las cosas bien Gracias
2: Thank you. Max Pretos.
5: Hola, Eddie. Uh, un preguntita sobre c- qué
3: está pasando hoy en día en Colombia. C- ¿Cómo está acercando todo la noticia? Y han hablado con sus sus uh, gente como Edward y Jesús, cómo, cómo está pasando hoy en día en, en Colombia.
6: Bueno, la verdad que es bastante triste lo que pasa en nuestro país. Eh, todos los colombianos estamos sufriendo. Eh, los que están allá luchando por todos nosotros la verdad que mucho agradecimiento por ellos porque es una es algo que, que ya el pueblo no aguanta queremos lo mejor para todos y pues lastimosamente muchas personas están sufriendo, muchas personas han perdido la vida tanto como policías, como civiles como personas inocentes bueno, esperemos que, que todo tenga una, una buena solución para el país, para que todos progresemos, para que el país progrese y obviamente pues nosotros lo hablamos entre nosotros eh, sufrimos pues por todo lo que está pasando y pues eh, deseando que, que todo pase rápido y que, que nuestro país esté tranquilo y, y seguro para que pueda seguir avanzando
5: hey. Gracias Eli Eli, Eli ¿Diosa? Eli, hola, ¿cómo estás?
6: Muy bien, ¿sí?
5: Muy bien, gracias. Eh, la pregunta es en, en
0: la preparación para un, un clásico, que el año pasado, con tanto lo que pasó, de pronto le quitó un poco el ambiente, jugar con ellos en el torneo, y después jugar con ellos acá en Los Ángeles sin sin hinchadas, sin gente en el estadio. ¿Se siente un poco diferente ya preparándose un partido que va a ser pues allá, que van a que van a haber hinchas en, en, el estado, en el estadio?
6: Obvio, obvio, se siente totalmente diferente. Yo creo que los hinchas hacen parte de, de nuestro fútbol, de nos, del, del fútbol en general. Eh, la energía que se transmite, la energía que se vive también desde afuera de la cancha. Obviamente te da esa sensación de clásico, esa sensación de que es un partido diferente. Y la verdad que, que estamos contentos de, de que la gente pueda volver, de que pueden disfrutar de, de buen fútbol y esperemos que, que el día sábado sea un gran espectáculo para la gente que va a estar ahí apoyando y, y que nosotros podamos hacer las cosas bastante bien para para tener un resultado positivo y así celebrar todos
2: thank you. this is our last one for Eddie Salvador go ahead and unmute yourself
0: thank you Ben hola Eddie cómo estás qué gusto saludarte espero que todo esté bien eh, lamentando eh, lo que está pasando en tu país oye Eddie eh, yo quisiera preguntarte eh, ya te preguntaba Katie un poco eh, de lo que va a ser el partido contra contra el Galaxy pero sabemos eh, los disputados que han sido estos clásicos contra contra el Galaxy los disputados que van a ser ahora los disputados que han sido ahora que ustedes visitan eh, la casa de LA Galaxy eh, y con lo que han venido con lo que han venido eh, mostrando en este arranque de temporada Hoy, eh, quizás es, es dar un golpe de autoridad. Quizás es un, dar un golpe de autoridad de lo que puede hacer el si en esta temporada, es dar un golpe de autoridad eh, con un buen resultado contra contra el, el Galaxy.
6: Hoy, obviamente queremos queremos dar pasos hacia hacia adelante. Con lo que queremos en la temporada, queremos establecernos eh, firmes con mucha confianza. Y yo creo que tenemos un muy buen partido para para seguir hacia adelante para seguir demostrando lo que vamos a hacer, lo que somos y bueno, eh, esta temporada está comenzando y de todas formas queremos demostrar lo que queremos hacer y es una oportunidad para hacernos fuertes para demostrar eh, lo que hemos trabajado, para demostrar nuestro estilo y esperemos que, que este partido se vea reflejado así que eh, vamos a seguir trabajando fuerte lo que queda para llegar fuertes y bien mentalizados
0: para este partido. Ya te preguntaron un poco de, del tema del tema de Carlos, pero pero no se puede no se puede meditar un poco lo que está haciendo lo que está haciendo Cori, lo que está haciendo Majala, lo que está haciendo adelante adelante Diego. Hoy está más fuerte LAFC eh, sobre LA Galaxy hoy ven más fuerte LAFC sobre sobre LA Galaxy para lo que va a hacer el tráfico este fin de semana, Eddie.
6: Bueno, pues Eh, cada equipo trabaja fuerte, cada equipo se esfuerza eh, no sé, hoy por hoy los dos estamos en buen nivel vamos a tener eh, un gran espectáculo y como lo digo son clásicos, los clásicos son aparte, sea como como vengas con la confianza arriba, con la confianza por ahí no tan buena, vas a querer ganar este partido como sea, así que estamos preparados y, y vamos a
2: Thank you. That's going to be it for Eddie today.
5: Thank you, Eddie. We'll be joined shortly by our next LASC player. We're now joined by LAFC midfielder Mark Anthony K. Mark, we're just going to start
2: here with, you know, first edition of the big Crosstown rivalry this year. Talk about how training has been and talk about how you guys have been prepping for the match.
3: Um, Yeah, it's always exciting when we play LA Galaxy. Um, You know how important the game is to the city and the league, Um, also the development and growth of the game within North America. So it's it's cool to know that we have such a big role to play in that. Uh, Yeah, the training uh, this week has been really good. Uh, We're trying to build off the first three games we've had already. Uh, Team mentality has been really good in the first couple of games. Uh, Defensively, we've been solid, and we just continue to try and sharpen up on certain things. So uh, all in all, it's been a good week.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Mark. We're going to start here with Katya. Take it
4: away. Thanks, Ben. Hi, Mark. Um, Hi. I wanted to ask you about this version of the galaxy. If, you, if what you've been able to see, is it something different from the previous times that you've faced them now with, with Greg Banny? And, and what kind of a challenge or a new challenge will that be?
3: Um, to be honest, I haven't watched them that much this year. Um, so I don't really know what their style of play is. Um, I know they still have some very key players um, on their team. And, you know, with the addition of Greg Ben, he's a very good coach. So uh, I'm sure he's going to figure out a way to get them playing a good style of football. So that would be uh, obviously a tall task to do with. But, um, no, I just think that uh, whenever you play in these games, no matter how the teams have played, the weeks prior leading up to this game, you know, they're always going to give their all. So that's, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they come out against us, but, you know, now knowing who their coaches, I know they'll have a good plan.
4: And, and in terms of how are you guys right now at, at this moment in, in the season, you're of course, one of the leaders in, in the team, and you have other leaders as well, but not, and, and you're missing Carlos Vela. That's something that we saw also throughout 2020. Um, how do you, how are you guys in, in general, in, in that sense for for this game, for this rivalry?
3: Yeah, no, I think we're we're okay because um, obviously, like you said, last year we had to deal with missing one of our biggest players for majority of the year, whether that be due to family situation or to injury. So um, I think last year has taught us a lot. A lot of the guys have. Um, you know, improved on their resilience. And I think, you know, two years ago, having Carlos out, you know, maybe we wouldn't really know how to play without him. But now we, we've, you know, developed the guys who are here and figured out a way that no matter who's on the field, we play our type of football, um, you know, and you can see it from the first game when Carlos got hurt and other guys had to come in and step up. That's what they did. So, um yeah, it's unfortunate because Carlos is I would still say the best player in the league and it's unfortunate when you have that guy and you see him every day in the locker room and he can't sue up beside you. But um, we have guys here who've been working really hard to get better. And, you know, it just gives guys more opportunities to, to showcase themselves.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Max Bretos.
3: Mark Anthony. Good day, sir. Max, how are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. Uh, curious. Um What is a moment that sticks out from this rivalry? It could be a good one, a bad one that like sticks with you that uh, you think about as the next episode of this game arrives. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's any, there's so many moments that have happened uh, in these games. So it's hard to pinpoint one, you know, I'm sure there could be a list of 10 great ones and a list of 10 bad ones, you know, Um, but every, every game, like you said, is a different episode. So, Um, I'm more looking forward to seeing how we do in this first game, um, considering everything that we went through together as a team last year. Like I said, I think a lot of the guys have improved on how resilient they could be considering the circumstances of last year. And, um, we all know how big of a game this is and it's just exciting to to have it so early in the season. So there's no one moment that sticks out, um, you know, especially because I missed out on the the first win ever, you know, I was injured. And I think that that should be one of the biggest moments uh, for the club when we think about the Galaxy. So, uh, but yeah.
5: Thanks, Max. Jose Lopez.
6: Hello, Mark. Good afternoon, man. Good to talk to you. In a week preview in a game against the Galaxy, how is training like? Is there something different about the atmosphere? Do you train with more, more intensity? How is it a week like previewing a game against Los
3: Angeles Galaxy? No, we want to play the same way every single game, regardless of the opponent. So our training doesn't change. uh, You know, we're we're always working on things we can improve on. So that means things that we we might have not done well in the previous game. um, Because we know that if we can improve on that, that'll help us in our next game or the upcoming game. In terms of intensity, we train at the same intensity week in, week out, regardless of who we're playing, because that's, you know, kind of our identity is to to be the aggressors on the field. So nothing changes regardless of the opponent.
2: Thanks. Any more questions for Mark? If not, I'm going to get one more in here, Mark. All right. So last one for you today. You know, you talked a little with, uh, with Katya about, you know, some opportunities for guys, because, you know, early injuries, you know, some guys out uh, in health protocols, you know, someone like Marco Farfan really comes to mind. What have you seen um, from some of these guys stepping up and, you know, really contributing over these last couple of games?
3: Yeah, um, the young guys on our team have the opportunity to be coached by great coaching staff and you know to try and understand what type of football we're playing because of the guys who've been here for so long we try to set the standard for how it's supposed to be so you know they've been very coachable and open-minded and I'm I'm glad that they're getting their opportunities this quickly because um, it it makes it easier to improve their development when they have an opportunity to to go up against an opponent Um, yeah Marco has done well we knew what Marco was capable of doing before he was here. And now he he's adjusted well to our type of football, but obviously there's still things he needs to continue to open his mind to, but it takes time. Like everyone knows. Um, but our young guys are excited. You know, they, they got a, a massive future in front of them. And obviously they're, they're playing big roles now, which is going to help.
5: Awesome. Really
2: appreciate your time today, Mark. That's going to be it for Mark and that's going to be it for our press conference today. Just a reminder, I'll be sending out a recording of this um, as soon as I have it all downloaded and we will be seeing you
5: on Saturday. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much.